But I think it's so important to note that we live such separate lives from other people that instead of defining what financial success looks like based on societal standards, it's important that we start by identifying what it is that we value and start creating goals for our money surrounding that dream future. Hi, my name is Anya Laws, and I am obsessed with all things money management, wealth building, financial freedom, and helping you navigate this crazy world of personal finance all while building a life you love. I'm a financial coach with a God-given desire and mission to empower as many women as possible to not only become good stewards of their money, but also create a life that they have only ever dreamed of. While money doesn't buy happiness, it is one of the greatest and most effective tools for building your dream life, but you shouldn't stop at making money. Here, you will learn how to make your money work for you. Budgeting, investing, spending, giving, and money mindset are all topics we discuss here. If you're a goal-driven woman with big goals and aspirations for not only your money, but also your life, this podcast is for you. So grab your AirPods and a cup of coffee because we are digging right in. This is the She Talks Money Podcast. Welcome to the very first episode of the She Talks Money Podcast. And on today's episode, we're going to define what financial success looks like for you. We aren't talking about what society standards are for your financial success. We aren't talking about what your parents or your friend group thinks you should be doing with your money. We're talking about what it is that you want your life to look like and how you can make that happen without financial constraints. So without further ado, let's talk money. So really from the first moment that I started thinking about creating this podcast and community where women can come together to learn how to change and transform their financial future... I always kind of knew that it didn't really make sense to open up in any other way than with the future in sight. After all, literally what's even the point in budgeting, saving, investing, bringing in more income, etc. if we don't even know what it is that we're truly aiming at to begin with. And when I say future, it's easy for your mind to go automatically toward retirement and retirement does play a role, but that's not necessarily what I'm referring to. When I say the future, I'm referring to the life that you dream of living. The one where you get to take four vacations a year with your family without worrying about work or the future where you get to give a single mom a car when you see the need or the future in which you can comfortably order DoorDash seven days a week without the guilt. Now, you may identify with one of these versions of future financial success over the other and I've intentionally listed different realities because the point here is that no two dream futures are the same. Your dream future likely looks a whole lot different than my dream future, and that's kind of the whole point. It's so easy to get caught up in what society says that your financial future should look like or what your parents think that you should be doing with your money or just overall this comparison of what others are doing around you. It's easy to feel like you're behind or that you're not doing things right or that you should be going and buying the new fancy car, the new fancy house, or investing 50% of your income because your other friends are retiring early or whatever that is. But I think it's so important to note that we live such separate lives from other people that instead of defining what financial success looks like based on societal standards, it's important that we start by identifying what it is that we value and start creating goals for our money surrounding that dream future. So in order to really define this future financial success that we're talking about, it's important to identify what it is that's important to you. In other words, what is it that you value? And the answer to this question may not be what you think. When I ask someone what they value as it relates to their money, they often think in terms of spending. What do they enjoy buying the most? And while spending definitely plays a role in this equation, and we'll get to that later on, it's not necessarily what I'm asking here. Here, I'm asking you to think of what it is that you value in life as a whole. 
because I'm a firm believer that your money and your life are inseparable. These are not two different categories or buckets. Life is not a separate category from your money and your money is not a separate category from your life. Your money directly affects your life and in a lot of cases, your ability to live your life according to your values. So let me kind of give you an example here to just kind of illustrate the point of what I mean by values. So let's just say that you really value traveling. Your greatest desire in life is to see more than just your little tiny corner of the planet and you have this goal to see 30 different countries by the time you're 40. When I say this goal out loud, your brain may not automatically categorize this as a money goal or money value. However, when we start thinking about the logistics of how you're going to actually make this goal happen, your money situation starts playing a big role and big factor in whether or not this is going to come to be. So for someone that is in a mountain of debt with little to no savings, it would be nearly impossible to reach this goal, therefore affecting this value of travel and new experiences. So as you start to think about what it is that you value, start to think in terms of life as a whole. So in order to effectively define what financial success truly looks like for you, I want you to identify your three greatest values. What are the three things or categories that are most important to you and how you want to live your life? Now, because I consider us officially money besties just because you're listening to this podcast, you're probably one of four people that are listening to this podcast right now. So I consider us to be tight at this point. So I think it would only be fair for me to let you in on what my values are and hopefully help give you some insight not only into who I am, but also into how to do this for yourself. So my top three values in life, therefore money, are faith, family, and convenience. So let me break these down a little further for you. Number one is my faith. And my faith is something that you'll likely hear me reference at different points throughout the podcast because it's genuinely the only reason I'm even doing this podcast in the first place. I truly believe that helping women gain control and confidence around their money is God's calling on my life. Therefore, because my faith is something that I value, I'm making the decision to play into my values by starting this podcast. So in the area of my money, my values are no different. So a big way that my faith relates to my money is that I truly value giving. And I don't say this for show. I don't say this just because I'm getting the opportunity to talk about it on a podcast. I'm saying this because it influences the way that I not only spend my money, but also the way in which I set goals for my money. So I think it is important to be transparent about that because I'm going to reference throughout the time that we're together my different goals with money. And I think it's important that you know kind of what it is that's influencing the way in which I spend and the way in which I plan and all of that. So number two on my list of values is my family and more specifically quality time with my family. So I come from a very tight-knit family made up of all women and one man, my poor dad, who truly deserves a place in the Guinness World Records as the world's most patient man. Bless his heart. It's no joke. Because we are so close and bear with me now, I envision a world think about it, in which our families can get together at a lake house somewhere and have relay races where the cousins go head to head survivor style to see which family has a superior mom. And I must say, because I have enough energy at times to fuel a small army, I can only imagine that I will rub off on my poor kids. So my bet is on the little Anyas of the future, but I guess we'll see. Now, while the future may not play out exactly this way, it's important to note that I'm currently setting myself up for a future in which money is not an issue as it relates to my value of spending time with my family. Even if this separate central location for all of the families to come together is not actually a reality in the future, my point is that I truly never want money to be a factor in my family not being able to spend time together wherever that may be. 
Now onto my third and final core value, which is convenience. Now I list this one and I give the disclaimer that it's not seemingly as important to the world or to my relationships as the first two were, but I have no shame in admitting the fact that I would rather spend $100 a week ordering DoorDash than I would buying a new pair of jeans. I would also rather hire someone to clean my house than buy the newest gadget. So you can call me lazy if you want to, but I cannot describe the feeling of laying on the couch knowing that any minute my dinner will magically appear on the front doorstep. And you don't have to worry if you really strongly have an opinion about the fact that I'm wasting my money doing DoorDash. I have gotten in many a debate with friends and family and they would back you up on your opinion about the fact that I'm wasting money. But the whole point here is that I would go without something that you may value for the trade-off of convenience. And I stand by that as a thing that I value within my money. So now that we've gone over what my values are, take a minute, pause the episode if you need to, but take some time to really think about what your three core values are. Because next, we're going to dive into how you can further define your own version of financial success by creating value-based goals. So quick sidebar intermission, if you will. So because this is an audio podcast and there's no video portion of the podcast yet, maybe we'll get to that at some point. But currently, it's just an audio podcast. So I want you to be on this journey with me and just know what I'm looking at in my Zoom camera at the moment. I want to give you a description of what I'm looking like nothing put together, nothing professional. I am wearing a Survivor buff. I don't know if we have any Survivor fans out here. It's blue, looks like the ocean. I've got it in my hair. My hair is up, up in a messy bun. I've got my gold hoop earrings in. So what I'm having the realization as I'm looking at myself in this Zoom camera at the moment is that I look like a pirate. So thank the Lord for audio and not video. But without further ado, let's hop right in. So now that you've taken the time to write down your three core values, the next step is to create some tactical goals that will allow you to move closer to aligning with your values. So just for the sake of keeping things simple, let's refer back to my value of spending time with family. So let's just say for the purposes of this example, I have a pile of credit card debt, no savings, and I'm living paycheck to paycheck. If we zoom out 10 to 15 years into the future when it's time for the Law Sister Cousin Showdown to commence... The thing that I want to ask myself is whether my present reality would allow me to live out this future that I envision. In other words, is where I'm currently at allowing me to be where I want to be in the future? In other words, if I were to continue on this path that I'm currently on, will I be able to live out this future that I'm envisioning and dreaming of? So in the future that I described, my family and I would have some sort of vacation home, likely a lake house or a beach house, where the cousins can get together in one central location to build and nurture the relationships. If we're still assuming that I currently have a pile of credit card debt, no savings, and I'm living paycheck to paycheck, the answer is likely no. Now, to further drive this point so that you understand why I say that, if I'm living paycheck to paycheck, I would not be able to afford the expenses that are associated with such festivities, and I would not be able to afford to buy a lake or a beach house. So in order to create goals that help me further align with my value of creating quality family time, I need to start thinking about what I have to change in my present in order to work toward making this future a reality. So something that I'd want to take care of in order to make this happen would first and foremost be to get out of the paycheck to paycheck lifestyle. So a money goal that I would set for myself would be to get on a budget that I could actually stick to within the next three months. 
Once I get into the rhythm of being on a budget and I've gained control of my money, I would next need to save a starter emergency fund so that I could set myself up for the best chance of success in not going further into debt if I were to run into emergencies in the future. Now, I could go on and on with this example for a long time. However, I just want you to see the importance of creating goals that align with what you value rather than setting them just because some financial guru with a podcast told you to. And that includes this financial guru with a podcast. Because ultimately, when times get hard and it feels a whole lot easier to spend that $100 on a new pair of shoes instead of paying off your debt, you need to have a clear understanding of what you value so that you can determine if that pair of shoes aligns with the vision that you've created for your life. If I say that my three core values are faith, family, and convenience, but I'm prioritizing buying a new pair of shoes over achieving a money goal that gets me further towards those values and vision that I have for my life, then my spending is not in alignment with my values. Or I truly don't value what I say that I value, which is totally fine. Like truly, you reserve the right to change what your values are at any time, but it's important regardless of what they are to be aware of what they are so that you can make intentional decisions with your money that surround these values. So now that you have these three core values in mind, and if you don't, you can always go back and listen to the episode again once you have these three core values figured out. But once you have these values hammered down, you have to really start thinking about whether or not your present reality has you on track for your life in the future to align with these values that you say that you have. So as it relates to setting goals for your money, when you set a goal, think, does this get me closer to the future that I'm envisioning? Write down the next goal that you have for yourself financially. You don't have to write out financial goals for years in the future. Start out by thinking of the next step that you need to take to put you on the path toward aligning with that vision and those values that you have laid down for yourself. And lastly, once you've identified what your core values are and then you've created goals that align with these core values, the last thing that you need to do is implement some accountability. Now, accountability can look very different depending on what stage you are in, but I'm a firm believer in needing accountability regardless of where you are in your financial journey. So the first way in which you can keep yourself accountable is to create a vision board. This is where you directly answer to yourself about what you've said that your vision is for the future and laying it out in a place where you can see it at least a couple times a day to keep you on track with this future that you say that you envision. So a really tactical way to do that and a way that I do that is I literally just write my goals and my vision down on a whiteboard in a common space that I'm going to be in so that I'm constantly reminded of that future that I'm envisioning. And beyond that, another accountability structure would be to have relationships in which you can be open and honest with these people about what it is that you're hoping to accomplish In some cases, this can be your friends and family, but make sure that you have someone that you fully trust to be completely honest with you about whether or not you're staying on track with what it is that you say you want to do. Another way to do this is to find a community of people that are doing the same thing that you're doing and get plugged into that community and find support amongst other like-minded people. And because I'm such a firm believer in this structure of accountability in the form of community, I have created a free Facebook group called She Talks Money on Facebook. I will link the group in the show notes so that you can join, but plug into this community and plug into this group where there are people that are in the trenches just like you are, aiming for different dream futures, but ultimately the same goal of freedom and achieving this dream life that we're 
all aiming at. If you enjoyed today's podcast, don't forget to rate and review. This really helps me get my voice out there to more people, and it would just mean the world if you could do that. If you have any questions at all about what we discussed on today's podcast, go ahead and shoot me a message over on Instagram. I'm at Money with Anya on Instagram. Thank you and bye for now.